Good afternoon, and welcome to episode 287 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. How the hell are you guys doing today? It is Friday, March 5th, 2021, so uh, the end of the work week for most of you folks. Congratulations, you made it. Um, not for me, <laughs> neither for the show or for my actual other job. It's about midweek for me, but that's okay. That is okay. Oh... Let's see. What do we want to talk about today? You guys know the routine. You can call in and talk about whatever you like. Uh, you can talk about what I'm talking about. You can call in and talk about what you want to talk about. You can post up in the chat box, but I'm really shitty at reading that. So don't uh, get your hopes up too high. <laughs> I'll try. I, I promise I'll try. Um, I'm going to start off the show by grabbing my dog and putting her on my lap. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because oh, 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 she's had a, a bad day. Well, her mom's been gone for a while and she gets lonely, but now she's going to try to lick my face. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Maybe a little. Oh, yes, you're a good dog. Yes, you are. Mm -hmm. All right. So sit down. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, I hope you guys are having a great day. Um, let's see. Well, we'll go over to the other ground to see what we want to talk about. Right. Oh, well, let's do personal stuff. Uh, first, get it out of the way. Uh, not a bad day for me at work. It's still really super slow over at the country club because the vast majority of our members are still in other states because uh, the weather's not great. I mean, it's good for this time of year in Michigan, but like for normal person, good, it's not. <laughs> so most of the members are in, are in Florida or Arizona, California, and places like that. Um, normally when they come back, when I come back rather from uh, my uh, laid off time to go back to the country club, uh, uh, the members always have tales of these interesting places that they've been, you know, like I know members that have went to, you know, uh, Antarctica to, you know, play fucking penguins and, you know, uh, Costa Rica and Congo and Africa and um, Israel's really popular uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, and just all kinds of like Rome and all this awesome places. I don't think I'm going to get any of those stories this year. <laughs> Because uh, with the whole COVID thing, people aren't really traveling. And even, even people who travel restrictions, I mean, you know, uh, you can fly around in the country, but there's lots of other countries that, as far as I know, you, you can't even really still fly to. Or if the or the problem being, if you fly to them, you're going to get uh, quarantined for a certain amount of time. And I don't care who you are, that kind of fucks up your vacation. So, so I imagine there's not been a lot of travel uh, for the rich folks I know this year. Uh, at least a couple I've talked to already had no stories. <laughs> Well, one of the members was telling me how, how their parents normally go to Mexico uh, for the winter, like the entire winter. Uh, but this year they had to you know, go to Florida, like poor people. <laughs> he didn't say that. But, <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, there's a good example. People that normally, you know, basically hang out in a resort in Mexico for three for three or four months or uh, hung out in Florida for three or four months instead. I would uh, wouldn't mind that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um I do. I also get a couple months off, uh, not by choice. And it'd be nice to have like the money to just fly someplace nice and stay there for fucking two months. But uh, <laughs> clearly, that's not going to happen. I guess I could always go to Florida and vi visit my uh, wife's uh, parents and such. But I, I'll go ahead and pass on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that would not interest me for personal reasons that we're not going to go into. Uh, but anyways, let's go over to the OG and see what they're talking about. For those of you who are unaware, the other ground is the off-topic forum of a mixed martial arts uh, forum, mixedmartialarts.com, actually, whose main forum is called the underground. The off-topic forum is called the other ground, and that's where we came from. Hence, other ground live. And now you know. Let's see. Vegas retired cop murdered with one punch. Well, there you go. There's something to talk about in it. 
uh i haven't read any of the articles i don't, I don't really need to it they're all the same somebody got into an argument with somebody and and then y'all pop and that's that um from actually i i have read read the article i've seen comments on the article so i do know things like apparently the person who punched a retired cop actually like tracked him down and confronted him as you know, sort of like uh, I get some words were said, the cop walked away and the other guy followed him and then eventually punched him. So I don't think it's going to go well for him legally. And that's the scary thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm probably the last person who's ever going to be able to punch somebody and kill him with one shot. Um, but bad luck happens to everybody. I mean, I don't know how the dude died. I'm assuming it's a probably fall, a fall and hit his head on something because uh, no one actually gets killed with the actual one punch what happens is you know they fall badly or something like that happens and that's always a scary thing and uh whenever i see people fighting it's that's the first thing i think of is like holy fuck dude that's dangerous <laughs> i don't mean like that but you'll see people that both like mutually agree to combat and do it on fucking concrete and every time i watch that i'm like dude there's some grass right over there i mean I've never been so mad that I didn't realize I was going to hit my fucking head on something hard. If I fell down, I'm I've gotten into near confrontation fights in like parking lots and things. And that was exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> well, like, fuck, I don't want to fall and hit my head. So, it, <laughs> And if I would have seen like, you know, grass someplace where I could have strategically got over to, I certainly would have done so. And like I said, I realize you're, you're in a fight. And a lot of times you don't think of shit like that, or it's not possible and stuff, but uh, God damn dude, the world is such a dangerous place. <laughs> you know, um, any, it can happen to anybody. You could be, it could be self to fucking defense and you could still be in a world of hurt. Some guy could come up on you, swing at you. Uh, you duck that blow, swing at him. He falls down and fucking hits his head on something. And now you're up for some sort of assault to attempted to murder to murder, depending on what happens. I mean, a good court system will clear you of that, you know, self-defense and all this good stuff. But that's not anything you want to get involved in in the first place because fuck shit happens, you know, and you would not be the first person that was in jail when you probably really shouldn't have been. So. I don't know. Every day it makes me think that uh um I don't want to be around people. <laughs> you know, I don't I'm not a big outdoor woodsy guy or anything like that, but the idea of living where fucking nobody else does is so appealing. Um I know I'm not the only one. I see people talk about all all, all the time about how they want to get away from all the people and you know live like hermits. Um I could never get too truly far away because I require the internet and Amazon delivery. <laughs> but every day that gets farther and farther out uh, i think uh uh elon musk uh, is doing that entire like uh satellite internet shit so uh it's reaching the point where you can go farther and farther away from other people and still get services amazon's going to be the real kicker though um i'm sure there are places uh that amazon just doesn't deliver to and that would make it hard for me to do that Sly dog, you come up with the weirdest fucking questions. Would I rather eat bats from Wuhan, China, or, or one of the cats? The cat, you mean? Hmm. Um, I would rather have a bat. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, what were we talking about? I lost my train of thought. That's surprising. I'm so smart and focused, right? <laughs> uh, oh yeah, the, the the one punch thing. Yeah. So don't go hitting people because uh, you might go to jail for a long time. Uh, what else are they talking about here today? <laughs> Rumor, Marvel's planning an X-Men film. That's... 
that's not really like a much of a stretch, is it? I mean, it's one of the hottest properties they have. Uh, it's I personally, I think it's a good portion of the reason they bought the other fucking film company in the first place. Because uh, you could just make a bucket of money with the, with the X-Men. It's Marvel Comics' most pop- popular comic, uh, which is one of the reasons why their hit-and-miss movies have still made a ton of movie money, rather. Um, yeah, they're, and it's funny because the X-Men movie series played out exactly the same way twice. The first X-Men movie, which came out like, what, 2000, 2002, or somewhere back then, uh, um was good. It wasn't great, but it was good. The second X-Men movie was fucking great. X-Men 2 uh, is a just a great movie in general and one of the best superhero movies you can find. And then X-Men 3 fucking sucked. <laughs> sucked hard. And so sucked so bad that they end up rebooting the series. Um, kind of. It was a soft reboot. Uh, and the first of the new X-Men movies, X-Men's first class, was good. It wasn't great. But it was good. I think you guys see where this is going. <laughs> the second one was fucking great. Uh, Days of Future Past is once again one of the best fucking superhero movies out there, really. I would definitely put it in top five, maybe? Definitely top ten without a doubt. Um, and then the third one was the worst X-Men movie ever fucking made. God, it was so it was so bad that it made the first X-Men 3 look good. And that was hard to do. Um, so with the... Even with the hit and miss success, uh, Fox, I believe it was Fox that owned the property, made a shitload of money off of all that. So uh, Marvel getting the property back has got to be really super exciting for them. And you know that they're going to be trying to put out an X-Men movie out. The only reason that you're not seeing an X-Men movie like fucking right now is because the guy in charge of it is pretty uh, on top of his game and plans out really far ahead. There's a schedule of Marvel movies uh, coming out that at least that is publicly two or three years out and you know on their thing is probably a good five or six or seven years out so the the reason you're not going to see new x-men movies right away is because they already have their storyline planned out for all the shit um it's a i mean i could be wrong that they they could have something come out like the year after next but i'd be really surprised i think i think people that want to see the x-men in the marvel franchise are gonna have to probably wait for quite a while Speaking of which, uh, for those of you who watch WandaVision, I just caught the show, the finale, just before I got on here. And I'm not going to say anything about it because I don't want to ruin the finale for anybody. But it it was sad. (laughs) I don't consider that a spoiler. If you thought that show was going to have a happy ending, you weren't really paying attention. (laughs) Dragonoff says Marvel should fuck off for like five years. Too much. Well, dude, I don't know. It depends on... on, um, what your preferences are i I, you know there hasn't been a marvel movie in a year (laughs) if that makes you feel any better passive j what do you prefer prefer on the wife thongs booty shorts or regular panties uh uh, probably just regular panties i don't know she's never that's all she's ever wore i'd have to i'd have to contrast and compare (laughs) uh all right, let's go over to the OG and see what else they're talking about. As I mentioned, feel free to call in. You guys don't have to. You know, this isn't a pity show. <laughs> but I do get bored talking to myself. It's always fun to have someone else to talk to. Uh, although I will be honest with you, it gets easier every day. I, I think because I enjoy the sound of my own voice. 
<laughs> when I first started doing this solo, it, it was rough. And I'm, I, I thank all the people that were stuck with me, uh, the first like month or so. Cause I imagine it had to be fucking horrible. I was for one thing, very self-conscious about it. I've done tons and tons and tons of podcasting, but I've never done it solo. Uh, this few times I've tried to do it solo. I was also drunk off my fucking ass, so <laughs> but which may or may not made the show better. But yeah, I've always podcasted with someone else. It's, uh, it, I always went with the back and forth with the other person is the way that you fill time and create content. Of course, you still need to have topics and things to talk about, but you don't need nearly as many because you're going to be talking about it more because you're having someone talk back and forth. And, and also you're going to have someone else to help you think of topics. So I honestly had no clue how I was going to fill a whole hour talking to my fucking self all day. Um, and sometimes I still wonder how I do this shit and why you guys listen, <laughs> but, uh, I do appreciate it. And I'm going to keep on going as long as you guys, you know, feel, feel, uh, uh, like you want to listen. And yes, yes, Clarence, you guys helped a lot with the prank calls. Honestly, if it wasn't for you guys calling in and helping me get by those first couple weeks, the show wouldn't have been there. I would have quit. I, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Uh, now, you know, I'm okay. Cause you know, I've been doing it for a while and it doesn't matter if I have five people listening or 500 people listening. It's, you know, as long as I got one person listening, I'm going to keep on doing it and, and the downloads aren't too bad. So I feel like I'm entertaining at least some people. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got today. Oh shit. I forgot. It's, it is a uh, Friday night, which means tomorrow is going to be UFC night. We used to do fight picks and all that good stuff. Um, we don't do that too much anymore, but why don't we go ahead and see who's fighting just so I can get excited or not excited about it. Uh, is that 259, isn't it? I think it's UFC 259 now. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Let's look at these. Look at these fights. Come on, slow ass internet. I don't know why. My, my internet's so fucking variable. I, I tested it like three days ago when it was 65 meg. Uh, and then I tested it today. It's 14 meg. It's... It's very frustrating. Anyways, uh, looking at the UFC fight, uh, looks like it's going to be, and this will be fun pronouncing these names, Jan Blakowitz versus Israel Adas. Ah, damn it, you guys even taught me how to say this last time. Uh, Adesanya? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, with uh, him being the um, the favorite, despite that he fights, uh, and th this is a light heavyweight versus champion versus uh, um, middleweight champion. Uh, so despite Israel being a uh, weight class below, they're actually giving him the, uh, the favorable odds. He's a negative 230, actually. Uh, so that will be interesting. Uh, light heavyweight doesn't really excite me anymore, to be honest with you. Uh, I hate to say it because I was not a fan of John Jones at all. But ever since he left, it's been kind of like, I don't know, like a placeholder. Like there's been like Jan. I'm sure he's a great fighter, but... <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't thrill me anymore. Like light, light heavyweight used to be my fucking favorite uh, uh, division because uh, I had so many fucking cool uh, people in it, like Forrest Griffin and, you know, all fucking, it was just a fun division. Now, not so much. I don't know why. Maybe it's just me. Hmm. Uh, let's see. The co-main event is Amanda Nuez versus Megan Anderson. Oh, fuck me. Talking about, talk about odds. Amanda is a negative 1,250. <laughs> While Megan Anderson is a plus 750. You know what? I might make my first fucking sports bet. Uh, Michigan only recently <clears throat> allow, has allowed sports betting. Um, like recently, as in with like the last couple of months. And uh, <clears throat> now suddenly you can download all these different apps and do online betting. You don't even need to go down to the casino. So I am really tempted to drop like 
10 or 20 bucks on Megan Anderson just on the fucking, you know, um, if she pulls off a Matt Sarah. Because, you know, if you drop 20 bucks on that bet, you're going to make $1,500 if she actually fucking wins. You know? <laughs> actually, I think my, I think my math's off on that. Um, yeah, because $100 would get you $750. So if I dropped uh, 20 on it, uh, let's see, that would actually get me $150. Excuse me. <laughs> Uh, that would be not too bad. Let's see what else we got. Uh, damn, they got three title fights. Peter Yan versus uh, Alderman Sterling. I'm pretty sure I said that wrong. Uh, I'm I'm rooting for Sterling in this one for several reasons. One, because uh, I follow him on Twitter. And he seems like a cool dude. And I know that Tenor's uh, trained with him before. Tenor, the, one, of our, one of the people that listen to the show. Awesome dude. I know he trains with him or has trained with him in the past or knows him somehow. I know he's talked about him. Uh, so uh, any friend of his is a friend of mine. <laughs> Let's see. Um, who else we got? It, Islam Makovic. Mahakovic? Mahakovic? Yeah. Versus Drew Dauber. Thank you, Drew. Thank you for having a pronounceable name, Drew. I appreciate that. Uh, Islam is the, the uh, favorite on that one, a negative 335. Um, after that, we have Thiago Santos versus Alexander Rack. I, I might have said that right. I might not have. That, that one's not too bad. Um, and that's the, as far as the main event goes. I mean, the, the, the main card. They don't, they're not bothering to list the preliminaries here. Um, they should, though. I want to see that. Oh, okay. Well, let's click on that, then. Prelims. Oh, see? The prelims don't look back. Dominic Cruz is on the prelims. I love watching that guy lose. <laughs> it, he doesn't do it nearly often enough. Uh, but after that uh, fucking farce of a fight with, uh, Hen with uh, Henry, what's his name? Uh, I, the, I'm definitely not a fan of that dude. He still claims that he didn't lose that fight, and he and he blames the ref on that. Man, you just no, you get. I mean, come on, lose gracefully, man. Let's see under that song, Yadong. <laughs> All right, versus Kyler Phillips. Um, I I've got the Yadong on that one. Uh, then Joseph Benavidez. Benavides, uh, wow, he got that guy's still fighting. He's God, he's the number two. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, he's fighting Askar Askaran and then Rogero Bontorin is fighting Kai Kara France. Hmm, that's going to be probably interesting. I don't know. And there's early prelims. <laughs> There's a lot of fights in this card, actually. And, and the early prelims have some interesting uh, names, like uh, Tim Elliott is fighting uh, Jordan Espino Espinoza. Yep. Uh, and then Kennedy uh, huh, uh, Wow. Is fighting a, an unnamed person. Literally, there's no name and it's just a silhouette. <laughs> Hold on a second. I think my dog wants to Hold on. You get down. Hold on. I got you. And then some other fights I'm not interested in whose names I can't pronounce. <laughs> so I imagine it's going to be a good fight. The main card sounds really awesome. So um, I would, uh, I would, uh, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> I, I, I never watch any of the pay-per-views. I don't spend that money on, my, on that shit anymore. Every once in a great while. Uh, if I can, if I can't stay up late to watch it anyways. I, as, uh, and like I told you guys the other day, if if I can't watch the fight live, I'm probably not not really interested in watching it. So, anyways, let's see what else we got to talk about. Uh, oops, back. I'm on the underground. We don't want that. We want the other ground. Uh, they're talking about gas prices going up. I try not to pay attention to that. 
because there's absolutely zero I can do about it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I say that. I mean, obviously there are things you can do about that. You can vote uh, if you if things aren't going how you like it. But here's the thing. After I vote, I don't worry about it anymore because <laughs> fucking uh, I don't, I can't control it. There's absolutely nothing that I can do to control the gas price for the next four years. So I'm not going to worry about it. I just, you know, put the nozzle in the fucking gas tank and fill up the tank and pay it. And that's that, you know, if it's, if it's more than it was last time, well, that obviously that fucking sucks, but I don't see any point in posting on my Facebook going, ah, gas prices are up. Well, well, shit happens, dude. (laughs) Yeah. I'm very hypocritical. I love to complain, but I don't really like to hear other people complain. How's that work out? (laughs) Ah, yeah. Sitting at work. Um, Especially this time of year, it's a very slow. Uh, I get very, very bored. Uh, one of the things I do is post things on the OG to amuse myself. But another thing I do is read. Uh, I like to read quite a bit. Um, I honestly, it's possibly my favorite form of entertainment. Uh, I'd rather read a book than watch a TV show most of the time. Uh, that's why the internet's very good for me because I'm constantly reading. Uh, it's hard. That's why it's hard for me to stop. It's all so much information out there. I, I've I flip back and forth between so many tabs on, on an internet browser when I have one up. It's it's just ridiculous. Like this, and don't get me wrong, this is me sitting here at work with nothing to do. So I'm just trying to amuse myself. I will literally have a Discord channel uh, tab up, a tab up for that mixed martial arts forum I've told you guys about, a tab up for Twitter, a tab up for my email, a tab up for a news thing, uh, um, <laughs> and a tab up for um, my Amazon reading account. And then normally another tab for just random internet searches and stuff that I'm doing. And basically I just roll back through and forth through all the things, all the social media ones, checking for things that have updated and then back over to the book that I'm reading. But if I had unlimited money, it would probably just be the book that I'm reading. Books are expensive, uh, even digital books. And they go up every year. It, it, how they can charge $14 for a digital book. I will never know. But uh, it's fucking, and, and a lot of them are still in the five to ten dollar range. You can find cheaper ones occasionally, but nor, a lot of those are like self-published Amazon authors. So like if you see a book for two dollars, it's probably a self-published one, which doesn't mean it isn't a good book. But then you know, but it's a lot more hit and miss, and you're, there's a good chance you might waste your two dollars on something fucking dumb. Uh, but if I had unlimited money, that's all I would do. Yeah, I because I can read a three hundred page book in a day, probably. That's that's not a big deal. Uh, it, when I say a day, I'm talking like yo, at least three or four hours of actual reading. I I could probably read about 100 pages an hour, um, uninterrupted, obviously. And, and I interrupt myself because fucking I can't afford to buy a book every day, <laughs> 14 bucks a day, 30 days, and yeah, you know I can't do that. Uh, so I interrupt my reading with other things to uh, slow down the pace, and I also try to reread books. Um, much like watching a movie, you can reread a book. Um, Sometimes it's actually even better because unlike a movie, uh, you can forget parts of a book easier. <laughs> yeah, because if nothing else, you know, a, a book that takes you six hours to read uh, will give you more entertainment on a second run through rather than a movie that was only two hours in the first place. So if you can enjoy, you know, watching a movie more than once, theoretically speaking, you could enjoy reading a book more than once. And there's lots of them I've read many times over the years. Um, it gets harder, though, to find books that entertain me because like everything else in life as you get older your tastes kind of fossilize i guess you like what you like and it gets harder and harder to 
for new stuff, different stuff uh, to make an impression on you, I think. I, I don't think that's just me. I think that's everybody. Um, that being said, I was going to try to ask you guys for recommendations for books, but I don't feel like this is a book crowd right now. <laughs> so let's see what else do we got today. That being said, I am going to reread Game of Thrones because I read almost all of that before most of the uh, episodes came out. So all of my memories of Game of Thrones are basically from the movie and, excuse me, the TV series. And that's one of those ones where I remember, because don't get me wrong, I remember the books. I just, it's been a while since I read, read them, but I like the TV series better than the books. Um, I think Joe Rogan does a joke about that, <laughs> saying how uh, he, he hates people when people say the book is better than the movie because, you know, because with the movie, you can actually, he's talking about actually Game of Thrones. Now that I, now that I remember, because he said, you know, with the movie, you can actually see this, all the shit. You don't have to sit there and imagine it. Um, and he's right in the case of Game of Thrones. I enjoyed the TV shows better than the books. <sighs> Let's see. What are you guys talking about in the chat box? You guys are horrible people and will probably be going to hell if there is one. <laughs> Sorry, you needed a drink of water. Oh, let's see. What else do we got in the OG today? Uh, Texans, da, da, da. Texans split on the mask lift. That surprises me. I figured Texas, Texas would be all about not having the masks anymore. I've told you guys this is my opinion on that. No need to go over that again. Uh, does anybody here have per perfect pitch? Yeah, that's not boring. Uh, yes, it is actually. <laughs> oh, I didn't watch this, but, uh, apparently, um, Shaq, uh, showed up on a wrestling show a couple days ago and actually wrestled a match, uh, which is amazing. Cause that dude is old. I don't got Shaq has got to be in his fifties, right? Isn't he right? Isn't Shaq in his fifties? Let's find out. I don't know how to spell Shaq. <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> That's embarrassingly hard. Oh, let's see. He is 48. Okay, so not quite 50. So he's actually my age. Um, and I sure as fuck don't want to be like getting slammed through tables in a wrestling event. So, uh, no, I didn't type S H S H A C K. No, I did st start to type S Q for some reason. <laughs> so I don't know how that would have worked out. That'd be squeal O'Neill, I suppose. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but at 48, I sure as fuck don't want to be busted through tables and all this good stuff. I mean, seeing pictures of him, he looks like he's in amazing shape. I know he, he's uh, uh, big in the jujitsu, and you see him uh, um, lifting weights and all this good stuff, but still, it's amazing. Uh, I wonder if Shaquille O'Neal does steroids. It doesn't look like it. He doesn't have, like, that kind of build. I think he's just a gigantic fucking dude who keeps in shape, uh, so good for him. But I would really love to know what his fucking tendons and joints are made out of, because goddamn, dude. I mean, he's a giant guy. Um, 
giant dudes almost always end up having problems like with their ankles, knees, that sort of shit from, you know, from the, the massive amount of weight on them. But I, he's just so proportionally big that he just has giant fucking tendons, I, I assume. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and there are big, there are bigger people, bigger people out there, obviously. Um, you know, uh, whenever someone talks about Shaquille O'Neal on the internet, people love to like post pictures of him with people bigger than him. Uh, and, uh, the, uh, I have to like, there's one with this, like even larger black dude with almost the exact same build. Uh, and the Shaquille O'Neal's got a an expression of like, why did you put me next to this dude on him? Cause I imagine it's not that often that, uh, Mr. O'Neal runs into people larger than him. And I guess this other dude's like, a, I want to say like bodyguard type dude in the rap industry or something like that. I could be wrong. I, I shouldn't talk like that when I have no knowledge. Um, then of course you always see the picture of Shaq with, uh, that, uh, Chinese dude, uh, that's, uh, like six inches taller than him or some shit like that. Uh, cause Sha- Shaq's, uh, seven foot one. And that's why, why it always cracks me up when, um, people, uh, say stuff like, you know, Oh, Jay, you must be like, what, six, eight, six, nine. I'm like, no, 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 I can't be six, eight or six, nine. You know, <laughs> I, I, I might be six, eight. I think I'm six, seven myself, but. I've been near people that were actually seven foot and it, they dwarf me by a considerable amount. So, so that's, you know, so when, you know, um, when you see people say, oh, he's almost seven foot. I'm like, is he, is he really? Uh, the reason I say this is like, for example, uh, you guys aren't going to know who this is, but, but puddles, the clown, he's a, a singing clown. That's all you need to know about him in this context, but he's advertised as a seven foot clown whenever you see anyone mention his height it says yo this seven foot clown with the golden voice i've met the dude i'm taller than him by like a touch uh and i'm max six foot eight like i said i think i'm six seven this dude's the same height as me but whenever people describe him they say he's seven feet tall and he's just not so um that's why you know that's why it always surprises me when people say you're really fucking tall i'm like dude you've never met a really truly tall person then because i've met someone who was seven foot one and well not shaquille o'neal and dude that guy towered over me by by a scary amount so i was like dude that guy guy's gigantic it was a it was a uh, basketball player obviously um and when i say he's gigantic he wasn't he isn't gigantic like shaq is because you know most basketball players are fairly lean you know um they're big dudes, obviously, because of how tall they are and they're fit and they're not like skinny, skinny. Most of them, they're all muscled up and stuff, but most of them aren't like much more than 220, 230, something like that. Um, Shaquille O'Neal's seven foot tall and fucking looks like he's fucking three feet thick. Uh, God knows how much that dude must weigh, right? His shoe size is 23. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Here I am complaining about 13s. My dad was 6'9". Um, he really was six, nine, uh, and he wore a size 16. Uh, so fucking, there are different sizes of big dudes out there. Uh, let's see what else are we talking about today? Mm. They've been talking about the headbangers ball for like a week or two, but maybe even longer than that. Actually, the thread's fucking old. It got rebumped up, but the current conversation's been going on for like a couple weeks now, and uh, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I think I've talked about it on the show before, just because of all the memories of uh, the headbangers ball that I have. Um, 
I didn't have access to a lot of music when I was a kid. I didn't buy uh, CDs or uh, tapes to start off with or CDs. I didn't have the money for it. So all the music I heard was either what was in the house on like records. So like 50s, 60s and 70s stuff um, or what I heard on the radio. I didn't get exposed to like fucking interesting music until uh, until I had friends that were into interesting music. Um, and that was when I was in high school when I was introduced to my friends that were into heavy metal. So I was very interested in hearing new stuff because I felt like I wanted to be part of this group. And it wasn't even the music at that point. Uh, I grew to love uh, heavy metal and all and all that good stuff. But at first, it wasn't even that. I just wanted to be part of something. And I think that's a lot of how where people end up, especially during their school career. Uh, the need to be part of something is really strong for most people. And sometimes that works out great and sometimes not, depending on which group you end up joining. But most people feel the need to be part of a group, even if, even if they'll tell you that they don't, they do. Uh, so all this music was very new to me and I didn't have access to it for the most part. The only time I heard it was when I was over at my friend's house hearing them play it here, you know, with uh, you know, on cassette or later on CD. Um, my, the very first CD I ever owned and was the very first thing of music I ever owned was uh, a Rage Against the uh, Machine uh, CD, their, their first one. Um, and I bought it because I had uh, installed a CD player in my 1978 Cutlass Supreme that I had gotten from my dad who works at Ford's. And so, which was interesting to try to wire that up, by the way, but I, but I had a friend who was good with radios. So I had a CD player in my 78 Cutlass. And the very first CD I got was Rage Against the Machine because it had just come out and I wanted to have a cool new thing. Uh, and I had a buddy, uh, Blake, who was fucking always finding new music. He was, you know, it, it, if he was listening to something now, everybody else would be listening to it like six months from now. He just had a really good instinct for finding new, new obscure shit just before it hit. Um, that's how I found out about Rage Against the Machine. That's, that was the first time I heard Soundgarden was, was uh, shit that he had. Um, so, and my collection of CDs was never that much <laughs> because I was poor and CDs weren't cheap. Uh, and I, by the time the internet came around with the wild west, uh, lime wire days, uh, uh, I burned a couple of few CDs like that, but not too much. Cause you know, I had other stuff going on. Uh, and at that point, most of the music I was listening to was local music. So, you know, so I already had their shit and it wouldn't have been on the internet anyways. Uh, you guys remember that? You guys remember LimeWire when you would give your computer aids to get free music and porn occasionally? <laughs> For those of you uh, who are too young to remember LimeWire, LimeWire was like a file sharing service where people would put stuff up that other people could download basically kind of straight through you, but kind of through LimeWire. So like you, the, the, the thing being, it depended on the other person leaving their fucking computer on for one thing. <laughs> um, so you, there's many times where you would uh, go to download a whole bunch of stuff and go to bed. Cause that was about what you did by the way, cause it took fucking forever for anything to download. So the smart thing to do was just before you go to bed, go to LimeWire, pick out a whole bunch of stuff you want to try to download and then wake up the next morning and hope that you got it. Oh, Dragon said to use Napster and audio galaxy before LimeWire and Jujutsu said he used frost war, but they're all pretty much the same thing, I believe. Right. You know, um, they're all, you know, sharing services. Um, and, and yeah, you could catch, catch some nasty fucking shit off that too, but we didn't care. We, we wanted all that free shit. Um, 
music was easier than, than most things because they were short files. So that uh, music was the vast majority of what was passed back and forth, but you could get other stuff. Um, I downloaded random porn a many a time. <laughs> You know, and you're really rolling the dice, by the way, when you're when you're when you're downloading porn by file names, <laughs> you're never sure what you're going to get, really. You know, it's 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 not like now where, you, you know, where you you there's a big preview of the porn you're going to look at with, a you know, with a screenshot or even a preview if you roll over it and all this good shit. No, before you you, you had a um, a file with a name on it and you you just had to hope that the porn had anything to do with what the file name actually was. Um and some nasty shit rolled around too. There's a couple of shit down that and I ended up downloading on LimeWire that would get you in a lot of fucking trouble if you did it intentionally. Now, I mean, you know, stuff that was mislabeled under a fucking different name. Um, in retrospect, it was kind of scary. <laughs> but what normally happened is you got up in the morning and fucking almost nothing was downloaded because all the all the fucking seeds had failed or whatever the fuck they used to call that. Um, I personally am perfectly happy with paying for my music uh, now that I can afford it. <laughs> I mean, you know, Spotify is what I use and I have no problems at all paying what is it, $10 a month or $15 a month for the family plan. Cause I think that's what I use for my music. Um, it has everything I can think of every once in a great while. I think I've run into a song that they didn't have, but that's such a small amount. that doesn't really bother me. And, I, and people are like, oh, well, you know, dude, you can just fucking buy the music. You're going to pay $10 a month forever. I'm like, yeah, but like at right now I've got like a 600 song song list, 600 song song list that I uh, rotate through while I'm at work listening to an earpiece. Whenever I want to, I can add another song to it. I don't mind paying for it. Uh, back when the LimeWire th- stuff was going on, whenever I downloaded something like that, I kind of felt bad about it. I'm kind of, I'm kind of of the opinion that, you know, musicians should be paid for their work. <laughs> I, it, and so many people disagree with me. They're like, oh, fuck those people. They've got enough money. Well, sometimes, yeah, if you're talking about the older established uh, artists, but like the working bands that are coming out now, you know, don't they deserve to be paid for their money? I mean, excuse me, paid for their music. And I almost always run into the same thing. Um, before the excuse that people always gave me was like, oh, I'll go see them in concert, but I'm not going to pay for fucking, you know, the music for them. The, yeah. And as if that justified it, you know, but yeah, I mean, they were, but here's the thing now, um, these same people now won't go to concerts because they say they charge too much. They're like, oh, I used to go to concerts all the time when it was like 20 or $30 for a ticket, but now they want like a hundred dollars for a ticket. Why do you think that is? Hmm? Why do you think they're trying to make more money from their concerts? Could it possibly be because people fucking won't pay for their music? Could it be because you steal their shit constantly and never pay a dime for it? And now you're bitching. You got to pay a hundred dollars for a fucking concert ticket. Fuck you, dude. Seriously. You know, you're that anyone with that attitude is basically just a thief. If you're, if you're going to absorb their entertainment and never give anything back, if you want to steal their music, okay, I, whatever. But if you, if you're going to steal their music, refuse to, uh, refuse to go to any of their concerts because it's too expensive and don't buy any of their concert t-shirts or merchandise and stuff. You're basically mooching off of that band for free, you know? And what kind of person does that make you? Sorry, it's one of my pet peeves. I know a lot of people in bands and a lot of them will disagree with me, by the way. I've had tons of people say that they they want to get their music out there even if their people aren't paying for it because, you know, if they want, if they like their music, they'll share it with other people and and their band's name will grow. And I can understand that. That's that's that makes sense up to a point, but eventually someone has to pay for that shit, right? <laughs> I don't know. 
I see Wolf Castle has a question. I have a question to you. What if it's a CD that you owned in the 80s, but you don't have anymore, or you're going to pay for that music now since you're already paid for it once or downloaded for free? Well, Wolf Castle, let me ask you something. If you went into a, to Myers and bought a t-shirt and then like a week later you lost that t-shirt, do you think you can go to Myers and steal a t-shirt? It's not the band's fault that you lost that CD. CDs last a long time, man. <laughs> if you lost that CD, that's your fault, dude. <laughs> You know, I mean, you know, I mean, I, 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 I realize it's not that black and white, but it should be kind of right. Hold on a second. I need to drink water. Ah, yeah, I think I think a drink of water deserves a subject change. I think I've ran enough about that. Um, I've noticed I've been drinking a lot of water lately, but only at night, which is a horrible thing because I'll sit around all day and apparently not drinking water. <laughs> And then, like, I'll get home around four or five or six o'clock and suddenly be ridiculously thirsty. And I will uh, drink, end up drinking three or four or five big glasses of water before bed and, and get up and pee uh, like a half a dozen times, which is stupid as fuck. I really need to, like, get one of those, uh, like, gallon jugs, you know, that people do where they mark stuff on it. You know, 8 a.m., you're supposed to have drinking this much. 10 a.m., you're supposed to drink in this much. Um, and do something like that because, uh, Clearly, I'm not getting enough uh, water in me if I'm having like this huge dehydration, just want to drink a ton of water at night. <laughs> and drag, oh, we're back. People are uh, um, commenting on the thing. Uh, Dragonoff says the contracts artists have signed are geared toward making the labels money. Hard to have much sympathy. Well, yeah, I guess they are, but. Um, yeah, and, and I understand people not wanting to give, you know, a dollar to a uh, artist when 80 cents of it's going to the corporation as opposed to the artist. Um, but then what happens if you don't give the dollar to anybody? The, the artist doesn't get that 20 cents. I don't know. I just I just think people should get paid money for when they do stuff. I know that's crazy a lot. <laughs> and now, from what I understand, it's kind of a, a like a moot point argument anyways. Because uh, there's not a ton of people that I guess that still steal mu music. Most of them use streaming services. Lots of artists aren't tied to major labels anymore. They're more independent because they've seen that they don't really need a major label pushing their stuff to get exposure. Because so there's like there's a whole generation of new generation of bands out there that aren't tied to major labels. Uh, so, but they don't really sell music that way anymore. I mean, they sell like uh, songs on iTunes for a dollar uh, instead of, instead of CDs. I mean, you can still buy a CD, but who buys a whole CD? You know, even, even if you're the type of person that likes to buy music instead of streaming it or stealing it, you don't, who buys the whole record? Mostly you just buy the songs that you like, I assume. Yep, and Dragon says it forces forces a change in the market, and I guess in certain ways you're right. Um, people not people not wanting to pay for their music has changed the market. That's for, that's example for example why I said I, I believe concert prices have went up quite a bit. Uh, but it it is what it is, and, and the genie is certainly out of the bottle now. Bottle now, so my opinion on it's kind of moot since it's past the point where you can change it anymore. All right, let's see what else they're talking about. Uh, let's go over to Yahoo News. Yahoo News, our source for all news. <laughs> oh, let's see. 
Um, no, foreign stuff. No, I don't know enough about that to speak on it. Um, I don't do politics. No, <gasps> excuse me. <laughs> Missile strikes hit. No, we don't, we don't want to talk about that. Uh, don't want to talk about that. Hmm. John McAfee indicted for alleged cryptocurrency pump and dump scheme. Ooh, okay, that's interesting. Uh, John McAfee, the eccentric founder of the cybersecurity company McAfee, was indicted Friday on charges related to securities fraud and money laundering. I mean, let's click on that. Holy shit. <laughs> and that was according to the Justice Department. Uh, McAfee and his advisor, Jimmy Watson, have been accused by federal prosecutors in New York of using McAfee's Twitter account to promote cryptocurrencies to his one point, his one million plus followers to artificially inflate their market price. Hmm. Uh, as alleged, McAfee and Watson exploited a widely used social media platform and enthusiasm among investors in the emerging, excuse me, emerging cryptocurrency market to make millions through lies and deception. Hmm. The defendants allegedly used McAfee's Twitter account to publish messages to hundreds of thousands of his Twitter followers, toting various cryptocurrencies through false and misleading statements to conceal their true self-interested motives. Motives, excuse me. Um, <clears throat> McAfee, Watson, and other members of McAfee's cryptocurrency team allegedly raked in more than $13 million from investors they victimized with their fraudulent schemes. Uh, investors should be wary of social media endorsements of investment opportunities. Hmm. And they could be a maximum sentence of five years in prison and if convicted. Um, huh. So, yeah. Uh, which you think, once again, should be more. When you hear about people stealing millions and millions of dollars and getting like five, six, seven year sentences, that doesn't seem appropriate at all. <coughs> Excuse me. I mean, what do you guys think? It, would it be different? Obviously, it'd be a completely different thing if he would have like busted into a bank and stole thirteen million dollars at gunpoint. You you know you steal uh you steal anything from a bank, you're going to jail for a really long fucking time. Uh so don't you think it should be the same for things like this, where you stole a substantial amount of money? Is is it any different because they stole it from multiple people to get to that amount? It's still a lot. It's still the same amount of money. You know, I think the rules should be same, the same. If you steal a certain amount of money, you uh, have a certain amount of jail time, period. I mean, they do that for regular crimes. Uh, for property crimes, you know, they ask you, you know, they determine your sentence by the value of the items that you stole. If it's under a certain amount, of, it's a misdemeanor. It's, if it's over a certain amount, it's a felony. And, they, you know, and then they sentence you appropriately. Shouldn't it be the same for things like fraud? You know, uh I certainly think so. I'm I bet you the people that lost $13 million probably think so. Could you think about that? Um, let's say you lost your entire savings, $700,000 uh, on this fraud scheme. You know, you're, you're destitute. You, instead of retiring comfortably, you now have to work for the rest of your fucking life. How do you feel about the dude getting five years? You know, that's, that's yeah. You know, that's the sort of thing where uh, if it was the movies, the guy ends up getting shot by one of the people that he ripped off. It's, you know, the day he gets out of prison. Um, yeah, and, and I assume that probably happens occasionally in the real world. You know, you you take everyone everything away from somebody, and then tell them that the guy that did it got a slap on the wrist. Some people won't 
won't stand for that shit. <laughs> so my general advice is don't rip people off, even though apparently you can get away with it. <sighs> Let's see, what else are they talking about today? And the, that bothers me a little bit because you know John McAvee had to have money. Dude, he invented a fucking really you know, uh, successful cybersecurity company. The guy can't couldn't have been hurting for money, or at least he shouldn't have been. You know, there, he had real no reason to rip people off. Just greed. Let's see. The seven best refrigerators on the market. Yeah, I just bought a refrigerator, so I'm definitely not clicking on that. <laughs> uh, I've had that happen several times. Buy something, and then like the next day or two, article. Here's the five best ones of these. None of them are the one you bought. Well. <laughs> mm. Let's see. Oops, I lost my train of thought. There we go. I found my train of thought. <laughs> I was looking for things to talk about. I'm, I haven't seen hardly anything on the uh, Mars rover in like a week or two. I'm hoping to have them come out with some more stuff. Uh, the pictures have been awesome. Just, the you know, uh, I can't, it's amazing how clear of pictures you can get from something that fucking far away. Technology is awesome. It really is. Ooh, Delta flight diverts it to Sacramento after passenger dies on plane. That's got to be a bummer. I've only flown a couple times in my life, and I've never had any incidents at all. Um, <clears throat> I've never even had turbulence, much less a dead person on the flight. But you know that's going to ruin your fucking day. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah, way yeah, way worse. Yeah, it's ruined day. Um, flight 1837 was headed from the Mexican resort town of Cabo to Seattle, when there was an emergency passenger situation, uh, a Delta Airlines spokesperson told NBC News in a statement Friday, uh, the flight diverted to Sacramento International Airport where emergency personnel treated the passenger. Uh, the Sacramento County Coroner's Office identified the passenger as Derek Howard, 53, of Seattle. The cause of death was unclear pending an autopsy by the coroner's office. Well, you think maybe they should hold off on this fucking uh, story? They don't have a lot of information. Um... Okay, you know what? I, I was wrong. The flight resumed with the remaining passengers and arrived in Seattle shortly after 9 p.m. local time, about two hours behind schedule. Okay, well, now you guys know how long it takes to offload a dead body from a plane. About two hours. Uh, let's see. That would be weird, dude. I mean, even if it was only for two hours. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think about it. Other than like funerals, which I don't think count really, I don't. I've never been around a dead body, um, and of course that'd be a, a barely dead body for that dude. Even if or if he was even dead, it sounded like he had a medical emergency and then died. It, it was kind of unclear if he was dead or not when he when they took him off the plane. Uh, but I've never been around dead bodies or any you know, like horrible accident injuries. Or I consider myself very lucky, by the way. I don't want to see that shit, and uh, I can totally understand where. Um, post-traumatic stress disorder can come from, I guess, because uh, I don't want to see that shit. And when, and when I accidentally do see that shit, you know, like an internet video or something like that, I guess I should rephrase that. I've never seen any kind of crazy, horrible shit in person. Uh, and I try to avoid that shit on the internet because uh, the few times I have clicked on stuff, it's bothered me quite a bit. It, it's hard not to think about that shit and get the, get the picture of it out of your mind. So people have seen it in real life, that's got to be stressful and it's got to fuck with your head. Then add on top of it, a lot of times for when you, of course, because when you speak of post-traumatic stress disorder, nine times out of 10, you're speaking about someone who was like, you know, in a war 
or or something of that nature so in addition to all the fucked up imagery you've seen it's you know it's not just something you're seeing you're involved with it you know it's if there's a good chance maybe it's someone that you know fuck dude that's gotta that's gotta be horrible i've got nothing but respect for military people um you know it's it's even even though it's not like a major war going on when they're joining there's always something going on and you're always taking the risk that you might be fucking part of that something going on so you know i got nothing but props to them uh it's some scary shit sometimes <laughs> uh, i tried to join the military it didn't work out too well but even even if i would have been successful what i was what i would have been doing was uh driving something called an ml mlrs which is a multiple launch rocket system basically looks like a tank but instead of the turret on it it's got like a couple boxes full of missiles and it just shoots missiles at people and uh, that's what i was going to do and which is uh, in the modern day and age that we live in now a pretty fucking safe job as far as that goes you know basically all they did was sit behind the front lines and shoot missiles at people so the odds of something going wrong is pretty fucking slim um when was the last time you heard of someone de- dead and I'm from you know, while driving an M- MLRS? As a matter of fact, you never hear that. That shit doesn't happen. So even when I, even if I would have made it into the military, I was not having what I would consider like a military job. I mean, technically, yeah, technically it would have been a ca- combat MOS, but it's the least combat-y thing you could possibly do and still have a combat MOS. I might as well have been in the base peeling, back in the base peeling potatoes for how in danger I would have been. So I don't consider it like a, like a courageous choice when I went in and it didn't work out anyways. I have flat feet, so they kicked my ass out. So <laughs> I'm technically never was in the military anyways. Um, so, um, but yeah, so I got a lot of props for them. It's, it's gotta be a scary thing in times. I mean, honestly, when I think about it, like, even just like, I know like when they were in the middle East and doing things like that, doing patrols through like cities and, you know, and towns and stuff. I would be so fucking paranoid. Oh my God. <laughs> just knowing that there could be somebody out there that could take a shot at you anytime or someone could have planted an, you know, an IED in front of you uh, and you don't know about it. God, dude, I, I honestly, I'm not sure I could have done it. I think I would have flipped out. You know, I don't think I would have been strong enough for that type, type of shit. So good for them, man. Better person than me. Oh, let's see. We've got time for at least one more topic today, guys, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, do, 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 do. No, no. No. Mm-mm. One in six will be paying the higher income tax rate by next year, analysts reveal. Won't be me. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, once again, that's one of those things when I hear people talking about taxes and things like that, that I don't really pay a lot of attention to because I don't make enough money. Dude, I guarantee you that whatever the tax thing is, I'm probably going to pay about the same. The bottom people never change. It's always the middle and the top people whose taxes changes. I, my taxes are always the fucking same, really. Yeah. When you don't, when you don't make much, they don't take much. All right, let's see. We got five minutes. We got time for one more thing. Uh, feel free to call in, by the way. I, I don't like doing a whole show without talking to anybody. It makes me feel lonely, uh, although it's too late now, really. No, <laughs> mm. oh, no, no, no. God, there ain't shit to talk about. Okay, let's go back over to the other ground one more time. They might have a new topic pop up that would be interesting. How long can you do solitary? Well, there you go. 
Um, that's an interesting question, isn't it? I'm assuming I didn't click on the thread or anything like that. I'm assuming he's talking about solitary confinement in prison or something like that. And I would be asking for it if I was in prison. <laughs> I can do as long as I need to in solitary. Uh, assuming that, you know, you have all your basic needs and stuff. Uh, I, I haven't been to prison. I don't know exactly how they treat solitary confinement people. I imagine it depends on the situation. But if I had like a TV and books to read and all this good stuff, I don't need other people. Fuck. Uh, if it wasn't for my wife I and my job, fuck, when I was... <laughs> Uh, if I had ever lived alone, it, it would, there would be weeks that go by where I don't fucking see people. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I've never lived alone, so I've always had someone in the house with me. I you know, went from living with parents to living with roommates to living with my wife. So um, I've never lived alone, and I really, really want to. Sometimes I love my wife. Don't get me wrong, uh, and I don't want I don't want to not be with her. But she is the exception to the rule. Um, I have no problems at all being in my house for days and days and days at a time this entire pandemic thing that's that has affected me very little honestly um as far as like socially because <laughs> i don't like being around other people i really don't uh, there's exceptions the people that i like i like to be around but if i don't know you i don't really want to be around you dude <laughs> so solitary confinement would be just fine for me you know um Rock Jesus says, yeah, all concrete, no windows. I don't know. I don't, it, it's like I said, it, it depends on, you know, uh, I see your question, so I'll get it in a second. It depends on what level of solitary confinement you're talking about. If you're talking about prison solitary confinement when you're in a little tiny box and there's no window and, you know, you basically don't have any room to move around and stuff, that would bother me, yeah. Uh, if nothing else, I'd feel claustrophobic. But when you speak of solitary confinement as a lack of people, that part doesn't bother me. Oh, Passive J, rank these three in order of greatness. Detroit Pizza, Detroit Coney, Detroit Barbecue. Uh, that's an easy one. Detroit Coney is number one. Detroit Pizza is number two. Detroit Barbecue is number three. Detroit has good barbecue, but by that, I mean it has a couple good barbecue places. It doesn't have like a big barbecue um, scene like the real barbecue places do. Uh, and I believe that the most of the, the really good places we have in Detroit are do it like... <laughs> louisiana style or texas style or whatever you know they bring a style from someplace else uh like slow's barbecue in in detroit supposed to real be real famous and i've had talked to lots of people that have been to other places and they always tell me that yeah that slow's is good but not amazing um and that's basically the best place we have so that's why i put detroit barbecue at number three um detroit pizza i put at number two because uh detroit pizza comes in a lot of varieties and uh, some of them are better than others. Like a true traditional Detroit pizza has pizza sauce on the top of it. I've never been a big fan of that. But Detroit pizza also comes in pans. Uh, it's really, you know, it's thick. It's, you know, they call it deep dish or, you know, or pan pizza. And uh, apparently the, what that came from was originally uh, cooking pizza in like uh, part trays from auto places. You know, um, where, so uh, Detroit crust is really thick and chewy. Uh, which is awesome. I but it's actually not my favorite style of pizza. Detroit pizza is is great, but I prefer traditional for the most part. Like you know, not not thin crust, not deep dish, not pan pizza, just regular traditional pizza. That's my favorite style. So that's why I put Detroit pizza at number two. Detroit Coney's is number one. Uh, we didn't invent it, but we might as well have, uh, cause it's, you can't, don't, you will not find anybody who will tell you that there's better Coney dogs than out of Detroit. There are varieties. Like when I say Detroit, I mean the Detroit area. Cause, uh, even Detroit area Coney dogs come in several different styles. Uh, 
depending the meat sauce is in a different consistency for different places. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Some heathens put beans in it, but you know, we all laugh at them. Flint uses like a dry, uh, more, more almost like a, almost like a, uh, ground beef thing over it instead, which is, which is also really good. Different than the Detroit style, but Flint style is really interesting as well. Uh, that's why I, I include it in Detroit style. And you're not going to get better Coney someplace else. You're just not going to. The best you're going to do is get as good. So that's why I put Detroit Coney's as number one. And that has been the Detroit food in order of greatness. <laughs> and that takes us to the end of the show. I really want to thank you guys for listening in. Uh, I appreciate it. I couldn't do it without you. Um, and yes, I read all that shit in the chat box. Yes, you guys are very funny. And yes, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> We're going to be back here tomorrow to do this shit all over again. So I hope you guys join us uh, at six o'clock. So don't miss it. Until then, I'm Passive J. You guys have yourself a great day. Theme tune for the OG. Fuck the OG. <laughs> Fuck the OG. <laughs> Thanks, Jess.